0: Welcome to the Out There But Not podcast.
1: I'm Amanda. And I'm Amy. Here you'll find no topic is off the table as we explore spirituality, the paranormal, and our connections with the other side. Hey, Amy. Oh, wait, I didn't say hello. Okay, fine. (laughs) Recut. Jesus, do you think people are going to get tired of my hello, hello every time? No. Okay, fine. Hello, hello. Welcome to Out There But Not. Hi, Amy. Hi, Amanda. Today, we are talking about meditation. Mm -hmm. And meditation is used, so many people use meditation now in so many Mm -hmm. forms. Yeah, so many. To help relieve anxiety, stress, uh, Mm -hmm. set your intentions for the day, calm yourself in the evening Mm -hmm. to encourage good sleep. As well as obviously meditation, connecting with spirit Mm -hmm. uh, and what that looks like. So there's so many things we can talk about, but I think we're going to sort of focus around, you know, breathing, our chakras and visualization. Yeah, I see this as like maybe meditation 101. Yeah, I like it. Mm -hmm. For sure. I do meditate. I typically I've done meditate on a spiritual level before but prior to us recording Amy just did uh, a guided meditation with me that was how long like mm-hmm. eight minutes yeah Honest. maybe mm-hmm. and it was around chakras and chakra opening mm-hmm. so for anyone listening why would somebody engage in that specific type of meditation I don't want to overcomplicate something that is so
0: simple. So meditation is really the practice of looking within and connecting within, connecting to yourself. If you want to really fully engage with yourself and, and grow with your meditation practice, you must know what your chakras are. That is an absolute must. Your chakras are energetic points in your body, okay? In your physical body, there are seven of them. They all play a a role in, you know, kind of different aspects of how you engage with this physical experience. Chakra means wheel in Sanskrit. You can imagine them as little tiny wheels and all these points in your body. Do you want me to go through them? Yeah. We have our root chakra, which its color is red. And that is located kind of like I would say your pubic bone, tailbone area, your base. And then we have our sacral chakra that is located just below the belly button, kind of in our, our reproductive organs area. And that color is orange. And then we have the area above your belly button, which is your solar plexus. That color is yellow. And that's kind of like your intestines, your kind of like digestive system, your tummy. And then above that, we have your heart chakra, This color is green, and that is your chest, your literal heart, your pulse, your breathing, that whole area. We have our throat chakra, and that color is blue, and that engages with your throat, like almost like like an Adam's apple would be. Also, can affect your ear, nose, and throat, and also your mouth. And then we have our third eye chakra, um, which I think most people are semi-familiar with. If you don't know anything about chakras, you've probably heard about what the third eye is. Yeah. And that one is located in between your eyes on your forehead. Kind of like in between where your eyebrows, eyebrows. are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But your actual third eye is inside your brain where your pineal gland is. And that color is purple. And then we have the crown chakra, which is the top of your head. Some people can say that this, it's like a, an indigo or purple color, but I use that as white. And that is your little top of your head. All these seven chakras play a role in our bodily functions. They're all energetic points in our body. Even you think about like when you're sleeping, your tummy's digesting. If you you know what I mean? Like you yeah. it's it's always kind of working, right? Yeah. Now when a chakra is out of balance, which means maybe you can be too heavy in one area or too light in another area, that is opportunity to connect with yourself in a deeper way. Like maybe for example, let's say if someone's throat chakra is closed or imbalanced, they might have a hard time communicating or expressing themselves, or they might be overly expressive and overly communicative and like telling strangers about all of, you know, looking for, you know, validation and expression from other people kind of going overboard. So what's the happy medium? You know what I mean? Yeah. And so when we consider what are the role that our chakras play in our daily life and honoring them and paying attention to them, you'll find that you'll be more imbalanced and more in tune with yourself, more of an awareness, I guess, but you'll be more sensitive to your needs when you have an awareness of your chakras on your body.
1: Right. So having going through meditation is helping balance that out, which sometimes Mm -hmm. manifests in physical elements also attached to us. Yes. Yes. For me, my stomach and digestive area sometimes isn't always very happy.
0: Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, you didn't know. We just talked about that. That's funny. So when when we meditate, yeah, being able to imagine or envision the chakra colors on your body while you sit with yourself and engage with your breath, yeah, is one of the best practices that you can have in meditation. A lot of people remove themselves from meditation where they will listen to a guided meditation right or where they will listen to like a certain music or you know whatever like we always make it about other things we have to do I'm going to light up my crystals when I light this candle I'm going to do all these things but at the end of the day it's as simple as sitting down imagining your chakra colors on your body okay okay and connecting with your breath and just engaging with that moment mm-hmm. it can take you two minutes it doesn't have to take
1: Brilliant. And I think sometimes meditating, especially for those, you know, they've heard the benefits of meditating and that it can help clear your mind, uh, bring more peace to your functionality on the daily, feel more rested, more rejuvenated. That- rejuvenated. I was like rejuvenated. That's not a word. <laughs> rejuvenated. <laughs> but it, sometimes if you don't meditate, mm-hmm. it can be a little intimidating to start. Hold totally. right. You're like, I don't even know. So I think that's why a lot of people turn to a guided meditation that they can find sure. on their calm app or that they can, you know, go into Spotify or Apple and they can search because they understand there's been research mm-hmm. to the benefits of meditation. But where do I start? And I think we're talking about chakras because it allows you to actually really connect Mm -hmm. with yourself. And that is really the point of meditation. Mm -hmm. It's finding your inner connection and relationship with you. Mm -hmm.
0: Yes. You know, even after I had my daughter, I was really focused on like self care. After I had her, I came to like 80 pounds, and I just really felt uncomfortable in my own body. Carving out time for me while she was napping was really important. And so I knew, I felt like hyper stress is also when I started seeing spirit again, like aggressively. And I was like, what is going on with me? And I was kind of freaking out internally. Yeah. So I did. I downloaded the Calm app and another one called Headspace, and I would make sure I meditated every day while well, I was on even when, when she had her naps, right? Yeah. I do account for my just habit of meditating yeah using these types of guided meditations are really handy because they kind of take the work out of it for you when I finally connected with my mentor Debbie and she sat me down for our first session and she said great we're gonna meditate I was like what (laughs) I honestly like had no idea what I was getting myself into I just knew I needed help. And the first step was meditation. I was kind of confused. I was like, I had no, I was shocked. Like maybe I was a little naive to what the f- I was getting involved in. But when she told me that we were going to meditate, I was almost like, oh, okay. Like I was, it was interesting. Like I didn't know that that was the doorway, even though it was something that I'd already had been engaged with. And so the idea of connecting with the chakras in your body, that was really what blew my mind that was what really allowed me to go deeper deeper i think on one hand like i love all these guided meditations sometimes i might throw one on in the car if i'm really feeling off you know if i'm driving or whatever but
1: although i wouldn't necessarily recommend doing meditation while you're driving well some of them are just like calm okay to be very clear no no you (laughs) like we're (laughs) not doing that i just want to clarify that right there no like the calm guided story yeah or just even the rain but i think when it comes to the difference of your meditation prior to Mm -hmm. your mentor Mm -hmm. it was the setting the the intention Mm -hmm. and obviously you're experiencing with feeling out of control fair mm-hmm. of what was happening and spirit trying to connect with you you just didn't want to deal with it you're just trying to survive motherhood let alone yeah and invite anyone else that's n- nobody else can necessarily see or connect with mm-hmm. to the same level or degree that you wanted to be gone and even though you know I mean, obviously, you're a medium now. Mm-hmm. So, but back then, mm-hmm. that wasn't the original intention no. behind it at all. It
0: was absolutely not the intention. It was
1: more just to be able to control and the environment, not have anyone uninvited show up whenever they felt mm-hmm. and to feel like you could just get through being a new mom. Right. Really? Oh, that's, right. that's what that was. Yes. And then through this was the discovery of, oh, well, you're not running. That's right. I know. what I'm so good at saying this to other people. <laughs> I really are. <laughs> Those who can't do, teach. Okay, enough. No. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Uh, choose not to. There is a difference. Oh, I'm aware. <laughs> so, when we think
0: about um, meditation and we talked about chakras, yeah, which are, you know, again, this is like, chakra 101 right now um i think maybe we can do a whole podcast episode on chakras alone which we will okay we will meditation and taking a moment to connect with yourself number one your chakras yeah but first and foremost it's your breath connecting with your breath and why is this so important because the breath is your life force breath is spirit it's it's essential okay if we um if we call breath our life force, we think about it like that. Mm-hmm. And if I take a minute to connect with my life force, that's great. Right. And so spirit, the connection to spirit, is the in between the inhale and the exhale. It's that space in between where we go, engaging with your breath, no matter what you do. And there are many different breathing techniques. There are many different ways to connect with your breath deeper. But what would it be if you just had an awareness of the fact that you're breathing? Just simply that. And if you had an awareness of how you breathe, I didn't know this, but when I am thinking or okay. I don't want to say like stress, but if I'm think if I, I've had something that I'm kind of processing, I, I give it a big,
1: so, is that not common? Because I definitely do that. It's common, everybody but do that?
0: it's common, but we don't know. You know, we don't notice why. And it's only until recent that it started to get pointed out, pointed out to me that I do that in particular moments. It's actually when I have something I should say that I typically do it. But I'm not saying something, but I just kind of hold it in and I'm processing it, right?
1: Yeah, because sometimes I do agree, though, it isn't always great to blurt out. True, but
0: that's fine but it's the awareness of the feeling right and then you kind of help yourself that you have with
1: yourself correct and that's the key point right there it's that correct. you having the ability to recognize doesn't mm. have to mean you have to act on it but that you can recognize why am i having this reaction mm-hmm. and then you can sit with it for a second and go oh
0: that's right even something great where if you're having a really stressful day practicing alternate nostril breathing which i mean there's sanskrit words for all of these breath (laughs) this breath work or breath engagement that you can do that um, I'm not gonna I don't love like getting into like super technical fancy words like I'm just really want to keep this like really basic and approachable for everyone thank you (laughs) but alternate nostril breathing is a really good way to spend you know three to five minutes in a stressful situation just to connect and calm yourself down you can do it really easily and I promise you could do it like it's it seems stupid (laughs) it seems like kind of silly but it will calm me down
1: is that a form of meditation
0: connecting with your breath is meditation in in to a certain degree because you're connecting with your life force and med- meditation is looking within when we think about anything it can be a form of meditation really i also people get like weirded out when you say oh i'm i just want to take a second and sit down and just breathe for a sec
1: well, wait i don't know anybody that gets weirded out by that you know people that get weirded out by that yeah for well, like, yeah totally but the I feel like that's extremely normal and common. What world do you live in? I live. But like in a if you if you go to work, okay. Okay.
0: And say Bob is at work with you and Bob's like freaking out and he's having like an awful day and he goes, You know what? You know what, Amanda? I just need a second to go sit down by myself for a second. Would you be like, Ooh, Bob's having a rough day? <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh Bob, go take You're a minute. Bob, I mean, yes, but I wouldn't right. really be like I would also, the same thing, I'm like, at least you're working. Is it? I mean, I've found myself- Costco myself. If I go to Costco and I go to one
0: aisle and I go, listen, Amanda, I need to just go to the back aisle and do some alternate nostril breathing right now because I just need a minute. I
1: mean, now, one- <laughs> Correct. Okay, fair. I get where you're going with this.
0: Yeah. So it's not necessarily as like socially acceptable, but like meditation is. But if I just say, I just need to breathe for a second, people are kind of like, oh, do you problem?
1: Yeah. So if we call attention to it. Automatically is wrong.
0: Right. So often we only meditate or connect with our breath when we feel stressed out. But what would it be if we did it every day all the time when we were totally normal? Fine. We would regulate ourselves more often. Yeah, I
1: was going to say it definitely wouldn't probably have as much stress. Oh, well, maybe I should mm-hmm. start doing
0: that more regularly. Yeah, see, it's fun. The other aspect of connecting with your breath with meditation is what's the number one reason why people say they can't meditate? I mean, regardless of time, not having time, what's the number one reason why people can't say- They sit still for
1: that long. They can't sit still? Or like focus or their brain is too busy or if they actually sit down to meditate, they can't shut it off. That's right. So the breath and engaging with your awareness of your breath is a wonderful distraction. It's a tool. That's right. That everybody has. So everybody has this tool. You have to pay for the app. You don't have to do anything.
0: Nothing. If we think about just sitting down and focus, okay, I'm inhaling. Exhaling. And then another, a thought might come. oh my God, okay, I have to pick up and do the groceries. And I just go, okay, one sec, inhaling. Exhaling. And then, oh my God, my car. And then I got to do this. And then, uh-huh, got it. One sec, inhaling. So it kind of helps you almost digest the thought, more or less. That, or, yeah, so people try and go, stop it, thought. Stop it. I can't, oh, these thoughts keep coming. Oh, no, I'm not meditating. Oh, that's not how it works, okay? Amanda. What would happen if you didn't flush the main toilet in the house all week? Ew. Correct. Our thoughts are the same. Okay? So when you finally sit down with yourself to meditate and you give yourself a minute to be with you, all that shit's going to be sitting in that toilet. You have to flush it out. So.
1: All I have is a (laughs) vision.
0: Well, you you're welcome. are uh, yeah. Visualize that next time you're meditating. Gross. Okay. But that's what your body is doing. That's what your brain is doing when you sit down and meditate. And so most people are like, oh, my God, I'm doing it wrong. I just can't do it. It's like nobody. That's exactly what should be happening. And it gets easier and easier, less shit every time. And you get easier at plunging the toilet as well. The more you do it, the better you get. Okay? So okay. just know that that is what's happening when we have a thought during meditation and your breath helps you engage back into the moment and just honor that second for you. Okay. Mm-hmm.
1: Awesome. And then what about, you know, when we talk about the importance of visualizing mm-hmm. meditation, mm-hmm. why is that so important? And in a to be frank, it can be hard when you're visualizing, you're trying to visualize and you're telling yourself to visualize, but you're not always not everybody always sees that visual. Yeah. So, does that mean you're doing it wrong if you don't see that visual, even though you're trying to visualize it? Because sometimes it is practice. It does take time to be able to start identifying. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. I would say it. And this is the thing, too.
0: I'll, uh, spirit is the universe. The universe is creation. Imagination is using the creative mind to connect with spirit.
1: When I think of spirit, I think of like actual spirit guide or past someone that's passed on. Well,
0: to me, spirit is like a they, them. Spirit is everything. Spirit is all. And well, you're referring to it. Mm-hmm. I have it just a bit more defined. Mm-hmm. And I think that's more just for make it simple. I actually think it overcomplicates it when you try and define it. I think that is the point in that spirit is that they, them, everything. One, Amanda, don't <laughs>
1: overcomplicate everything.
0: Yeah, like we all share the same collective consciousness. We are all engaged in spirit. Spirit. Yeah. Collective consciousness is the ocean, and our individual experience is a wave. But we gotcha. all are connected. That is why I can do what I do. And yes, there's certain aspects of the. In, the individual soul journey in that collection but we are still all connected through that and so using your imagination is the gateway that is the opening the door to connecting deeper spirit because what happens when we allow ourselves to get into our creative imaginative mind that that comes from you it's your it's your mind right yeah. and guided meditation is lovely for that because it kind of paints a picture for you that you can engage with but we all do Engage with our imagination in one way or another, right? And so once you start to engage with that vibration, that frequency through using your imagination, through opening up your third eye, that is when spirit can show you more. And when my mentor told me, once we got through, you know, kind of a few uh, 101 meditation and connecting with chakras and breath sessions, she said, I want you to use your imagination. And I said, Um, But then I wouldn't wouldn't I be making it up in my head? And she said, No. And that messed with my mind like that. Yeah, messed with me. Because and this is the other thing, our intuition. Um, It's kind of the idea of imposter syndrome, where you think it's so, you're so, it comes as common knowledge or common sense or common feeling to you. So you think that everyone else has that same experience. So all this time, my whole life, I thought I had an overactive imagination when I actually was hearing, seeing, and connecting with spirit. It blew my mind. So using your imagination, is the doorway to spirit so when we sit down and I say you know I go to your happy place or you know we do certain guided meditations that are visuals to help you then again imagine it next time for me I always start off in a clearing in the woods that's where my meditation place is that's my happy place and it's beautiful
1: mine's on the ocean beautiful which is funny though actually because I love I feel the most at peace when I'm in the forest. Hmm. But ironically, when I meditate, I always love the ocean. Love that for you. That's weird. Don't overthink it, Amanda. I know. This is my problem. I overthink everything.
0: Which is funny because I love the ocean more. (laughs) Really? (laughs) Yeah. Oh, God,
1: that's weird.
0: Yeah, that's funny. I mean, I do love my forest. Oh, yeah. However, I mean, like, I'd love to go to White Rock right now for lunch. That'd be great.
1: Right. <laughs> we should do that.
0: Yeah, we totally should. But yeah, so thinking about it in the way where you can for sure use guided meditation that will engage your imagination. But then I always suggest to like try it again next time without the guided meditation and just go there on your own in your own imagination. Yeah, and engage with your breath and imagine your chakra colors on your body and see kind of what happens along the way and what spirit presents to you because you might notice someone walking through the woods in your direction. You go, oh, who's that? You didn't think of it; it just was there, and that is when spirit goes, "Let me show you the way."
1: Got you. Mm-hmm. Oh man, this got deep. <laughs> i mean it did let me take a deep breath speaking of that i mean meditation for those that are starting to explore they're hearing all the benefits to it even just taking five minutes to practice just being still with yourself and Mm -hmm. quiet to start Mm -hmm. you know or to your point we were speaking about earlier sometimes it's really hard to shut things off Mm -hmm. just trying to sit still and not move even when you're initially might have a hard time shutting those things off is actually good practice yeah it you don't have to get it perfect and then be discouraged and go oh i just can't meditate right because honestly i think some people are good at it a little bit easier get there faster but i think most people struggle initially yeah i agree so that's super normal super common yeah don't be discouraged by it by any means Mm mm-hmm But that's the thing too is people, but what you, but people make it about like, I must sit in
0: silence. It's like they think they have to have this like crazy Buddhist monk nirvana aha moment. You know what I mean? Like now I shall be enlightened. It's that's not how it works. We disassociate ourselves from this physical existence or we make it about all this external stuff or what we think it should be when really you should just be what you are. That was meditation today. Well, Meditation 101. So yeah, have fun out there, guys, with your meditation. Just just take a minute for you. Yeah, start. Try it. Yeah, let us know how it goes.
1: All right, on that.
0: Until next time. Until next time. Bye, everyone.